Hi, I'm Michelle. And I'm Caro, and this is A Paranormal State of Mind. Alright guys, so as always, we want to start off by thanking Brie from Sensitive Ghoul. She's the one who did our little thumbnail artwork. Artwork. She is on Instagram. Also, I'm going to shout out a podcast real fast. I feel like a lot of people's heard of it. Um, but it's called Lady and Tangents. And I've been listening for a while. They go through like serious stuff, and then they like have funny episodes. But I was listening the other day. Mm-hmm. And they said one of my favorite things. This may be offensive to some people if you're religious, but listen. Oh, okay. Only if you're religious. Don't worry about it, guys. <laughs> but they called they called God or Jesus Sky Daddy. And I was like, that is my new favorite thing. Sky Daddy. They were just like some like praise Sky Daddy. I was like, what? That's my new favorite thing. I'm obsessed with it. That makes me cringe and like feel some type of way in a really bad way. <laughs> I don't. I love it. You love it? Like it's like I can't imagine saying it with a straight face at any point in my life. That's amazing. I love it. Oh, I wouldn't be able to say it with a straight face. Oh, okay. Were but they like, I wanna... serious? No, they were joking. Okay. okay. They were being like very sarcastic because they're like, oh, hell, praise Sky Daddy. I was like, I love it. I just want to start a cult. As well as to worship Sky Daddy. Honestly, that's probably something that's going on. It's probably a thing. I don't know. I feel like it would be a thing. I love it. But yeah, check out their podcast for sure. Yeah, check it out. It's very fun. But Sky Daddy. Also, do not listen to any of their podcasts during your kid, guys. Like, (laughs) any kids, your parents, if that, if like conversations about sex or anything mm. makes you feel weird don't do that yeah yeah uh but yeah that. um yeah that's that's about it well michelle you definitely have enlightened me look at that yeah oh my old God. sky daddy <laughs> I, mean, I, I put a sticky note up on my computer or up on my desk so i won't forget to tell you did you like, really yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's honestly my new favorite thing. I'm obsessed. I, you know how like churches have those like little billboards thingies that's always yeah. like <laughs> says something like really cheesy. I just feel like, all like, hell, Sky Daddy. Get on your knees for Sky Daddy. And yeah. Yikes. Oh, I'm sorry for offending anybody. Cringe, cringe, cringe. Oh, God. Uh, well, Ugh. today, guys, uh, I'm not sick anymore, thank God. Yes. Um, And this is our second time recording this episode because I don't know what I did. Something happened. But, uh, yeah, so we are going to Washington State. Mm-hmm. So, as always, we're going to start off with state facts. So... The capital is Olympia. Mm-hmm. Uh, the abbreviation is WA. It has 29 federally recognized native tribes. Mount St. Helena erupted in May of 1980, taking it from being the fifth largest peak in the state to the 35th in less than 12 hours. When it erupted, it covered surrounding area in ash, which drifted as far as Idaho and Alberta, Canada. Uh, okay. Which is pretty crazy. It sounds and, like a huge area for sure. Oh, yeah. Also, did you hear Bailey? Yeah, I heard. Okay. 
<laughs> Baby, she's snoring. Yeah. Um, yeah. And also, like, how do you not know? Did they know it's a volcano? Mm, right? Yeah, I mean. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's it's an iffy thing. I guess you would have to be semi-aware of these things. Also, could you imagine not knowing it's a volcano? Like, whoa, what's happening? <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> that would be a nightmare. Oh, my God. Oh, I had a true fear growing up of volcanoes and avalanches. Oh, yeah? We live in North Carolina, so I don't know why that was such a fear. And sinking and sinking sand. Mm. I was like, I'm going to die by this one day. Legit, legit. Like, quicksand was a huge thing. Quicksand, yeah. Yeah, it's like, you definitely thought you'd have to come up against it when you got older. (laughs) Yeah. Actually, one time, I was at my grandpa's house, and he lives in, like, a 30-acre farm. And I was walking with my uncle and my brother, and it was, like, really rainy, and my I stepped in, like, this, like, big mud, and my boot just went bloop, and, like, got lost in there. Oh, and, like, so automatically, I was like, oh, my God, it's happening. It's the sinking sand. <laughs> and my uncle was like, calm down. <laughs> no. Calm down. Uh, uh, I'm pretty sure just the never-ending story just mm. completely scarred me. Mm. I have not seen that. Oh, it's uh, so sad. Yeah, you told me that was sad. It's so sad. I don't think I haven't watched it. I couldn't think I could go back and watch it. I've only watched it once. There's like two things I've watched. There's like a couple things in life that I've only watched one. I will never go back and watch. Mm-hmm. It's that, and I also would never watch the episode Jurassic Park on Futurama. That's sad too. Oh my god, it's so sad. Really? I cried every time I come saw it. I'm like, nope. Skip that episode. Really? I was cooking dinner the other day and Tristan was watching. I was like, you got it. Is this Jurassic Bark episode? He's like, yeah. I was like, you got to change it. I can't. I can't do it. Wow. It's so sad. Aww. So sad. Uh, so, anyways, guys, sorry about that little tangent. <laughs> <laughs> Get back into the uh, Washington facts. Um, so, there are a ton of celebrities and musicians from Washington. But just name a few. We have Kurt Cobain. Uh, which is from Nirvana, if you guys don't know, some of the younger people. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris Pat, Pratt, Anna mm-hmm. Ferris, mm-hmm. Macklemore, uh, Rain Wilson, who plays, uh, what's his name from The Office? Why did I just um, um, Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Uh, Dwight. Dwight. I don't know. I have a Dwight bobblehead I, I somewhere told, in my house. I totally spaced for a sec, though. Yeah. I was like, can't believe this. Uh, Bill Gates, mm-hmm. who... I have weird feelings about that dude, but anyways. Uh, weird feelings. Yeah, I don't know. I just, he gives me the heebie-jeebies. Like, oh, every time yeah, I see yeah. him, yeah. I'm like, he's creepy. Like, he's yeah. up to something nefarious, for sure. Mm. Don't know what it is, but mm, he gives me the, the heebie-jeebies at, right. all together. Yeah. Uh, Bean Crosby, mm-hmm. and then uh, Dave Matthews, and then the beautiful, wonderful Jeffrey Dean Morgan, who I'm just like, Ugh. Now, We're in love. Now, remind me one more time who this was. <laughs> so, he was on, I know he was on Walking Dead. I never watched that far in The Walking Dead, but he played uh, Negan. Oh, that's right. That's, he had the bat. With the yeah. bat. Yeah. But I know him from Supernatural because he plays uh-huh. the dad of two super good looking men. And he's good looking. And I was like, what a trio you guys are. <laughs> What a treat you are for my eyeballs. 
<laughs> I love it. I love yes. it. Does he also help them like with their? It's like eleven seasons. It's wild. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish I could explain it to you. I can't because. Yeah. Uh, it would be honestly like six podcasts worth of me trying to tell you the time. Wow, the timeline of all this kind of. Mm-hmm. He does do some like ghost hunting. Mm-hmm. He's the OG ghost hunter, and then oh. it's just is a family thing. So. Oh, okay, okay, gotcha. yeah, it's a family cool. affair. That's cool. Um, yeah, so that's all my facts and a lot of uh, off topic, off subject things. And uh, so Caro is going to do a little short talk mm-hmm. with us, a Reddit, yeah. I believe. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, Washington. Uh, Washington, guys. Washington. Um, You know, Washington, uh, as we know all the fun facts now. So I'm going to tell you uh, maybe a little bit about Bigfoot, question mark. It's it's not really a sighting. It's more of an experience. Um, It's an experience, And and it's an intuitive experience, I would say. Um, and the first time that we recorded this, I read it and Michelle <laughs> was so funny. She was like, um, I, I call BS and this sounds like something you would write. <laughs> I'm going to get, I'm going to get, yeah. I meant that in a loving way. I know you did. I know. But, it was but I'm going to get heated about it again. So you guys are in for it. <laughs> um, so basically guys, I'm setting the scene. So there's a family um, who... Are, are in the woods in Washington, right? They have bought land, a plot of land. They want to build on it, but they haven't built on it yet. So they have their um, trailer on the property, right? And um, they begin to notice some some off things. Um, oh, before I start to, let me go ahead and say where this is from. So this is the thread of uh, humanoid encounters. And the actual author, writer, uh, person for this uh story responsible for the story is lumineer dailies with the d-e-l-y-s at the end just so y'all know um so basically they start noticing these trees that are like canopied over they're kind of archways and these are like big ass trees these are not trees that you can just easily bend over so like they're like hmm this is weird and at night whenever they're in the trailer they hear noises and stuff like that so they're like hmm odd so basically, um, let me get you to where I thought it was a very entertaining story. So basically, she was like, um, fast forward to the previous weekend. They pulled into the property late at night around sundown. Uh, within five minutes of arriving, uh, they heard a loud haunting ape-like howls that didn't sound anything like a wolf, a bear, um, or a normal animal sounds. And then the, the writer was like, I've spent enough time in the woods in my life to know I'm hearing something that isn't elk, bear, owl, or dog. These howls are human-like. And it was clear that something uh, enormous was sending the message out there. It did it like four or five times, then it stopped. Um, and then they said that they slept the first night there without issue, um, except for one thing. The very next morning, a tree had been bent like a perfect rainbow directly over the trailer, um, 10 feet away from their truck. Uh, And then, like, the second night was the night that was remarkable, they say. Within 15 minutes of hitting the sack in our trailer, windows were, the windows were open, and they were enjoying the forest breeze. And then that writer was like, I immediately heard footsteps, distinct human bipedal uh, footsteps, walking around the trailer and that 
in and of itself, very unsettling, I'm sure. Horrifying. Like, I would be so upset if that were the case for me. I also wouldn't just be lying there, like, oh, shit, I need to, like, close my windows. And, yeah, you know. yeah. That's like, I imagine more of, like, a camper trailer, not, like, a trailer trailer, like, a single water double Right, water. right, yeah. So, I'm like, yeah. mm, you need to lock yourself up in that yeah, little, like, you know, absolutely. camper. But also, like, okay, so I say that in theory, like, yeah, I'd do something. Um, and like if, if, if like my family or like my friends or whatever, whoever was in the trailer with me, I think, oh, I need to like protect them. So I shut the window. But like, if I was like by myself, I'd probably just like freeze up and just <laughs> let the, let the creature just do his thing. <laughs> I'd just be so fucking scared. <laughs> that's my, like, that's my gut reaction is just to freeze. It would take me a few minutes. I'm like, oh shit, am I hearing this? Okay, am I hearing this? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh fuck, what am I gonna do? Mm-hmm. Okay, and then I'd build myself up to it. It wouldn't be like an automatic. Mm-hmm. If depending, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll go. Continuing on, so they heard the distinct footsteps, um, a distinct human footsteps, right? And um, it moved with a pace that was distinctly two-footed, and it was clearly large. Much like a metronome beating, um, leaves were all over the ground, which made it easier to hear the pacing footsteps. Um, this one went on for at least an hour, then it stopped. I placed my hand in a cup-like position to hear, um, uh, like, to see um, if I could, like, hear it better. And they said um, that they fell asleep a few hours later. Then awoke, uh, then awoke to the same human-like crunching footsteps right outside the trailer again. Um, and then they heard actual talking from what they believe was Bigfoot. Um, one might say it was gibberish, uh, but to be honest, it was clear they had an actual language. Somehow, and I love I loved your reaction last time to this, it was so funny. Somehow I felt like, uh, <laughs> somehow I felt that it was female. The obvious soft vocalization sounded <laughs> Like some sort of affirmation sounding noises. <laughs> this pisses me off so bad. Okay. I just imagine her being like, I am. <laughs> I am beautiful. I am hairy. I am sleeping foot. Like, I, like, as soon as I heard this, and even now, I'm like, this person is a fucking loon. Like, wh- what the fuck are they talking about? It's just positive affirmations. You're like, you're gorgeous. You're beautiful. You can do this. Like, I just imagine her doing, like, her, like, nightly routine of, like, building herself up. It, and how, why do you think it's female? Like, what about this? It pisses me off. Every, I, this person, I, you know, I take it back. It's not anything you would say. This is worse. Okay. This is, this is like, this is worse. Cause hearing it again the second time, I'm already like, God damn, I don't like this person. Like, I don't, I, I don't. You go ahead and continue. I feel really sorry for this person. He's tearing them apart so bad. It's a stupid ass story. <laughs> no, okay, so basically they're like, yeah, this this creature has a soft resonance, right? And it sounds like it's saying words of affirmation, not like I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it just sounded like it, it spoke to them in some way and made them feel like, oh, this is a motherly figure, maybe. I don't know. If your mother is, like, positive and affirming, I don't know. <laughs> but... I don't know what that's like. <laughs> 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 
Not many people do, but 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 um basically she said it sounded like words, only the voice was clearly deep, resonant, and not the sort of voice that a regular human being could emulate, um, due to the depth of the voice. <clears throat> I'm sure it wasn't humans pranking us. It spoke softly to another one by using some sort of enunciation. And so this was no longer just howling, but literally some type of talking. Um, but anyway, uh, next, they heard the trees begin to bend. And mm-hmm. if you can imagine a bending noise, sort of like screeching, pushing every five seconds. Um, then they heard that for like an hour or so. Um, and it was directly, it was happening directly outside of the, the trailer. Um, and she was, uh, like, she knew she was going to wake up to seeing, like, a bunch of bent trees. Like, that was automatic. Um, but, and this is another interesting part that does sound a lot like me. Um, for some reason, she's like, I didn't feel scared. I've always been psychic a little when it comes to feeling intentions of humans or animals around me. Something deep inside of me felt that these beings were loving, kind, Sort of like protectors of the forest. I listened, I listened to them for as long as I could until it was too, I was too tired to continue listening. Um, and then they fell asleep again. The following morning, there were three more trees perfectly folded and curved like into like rainbow shapes and arches. Um, one was directly at the nose of the truck. And um, she even like took, or they took photographs of them and posted them on the Reddit, uh, the Reddit as well. Um, Somehow, I feel that they were saying welcome. I think they know <laughs> we purchased the land. This this is fun. Uh, this is really fun. Look, if they had wanted to hurt us, they could have. They never touched our stuff, touched the trailer, nor did they attempt to scare us. If anything, it was like they were attempting not to scare us and wanted to be as quiet as possible. I felt that the female was guiding the whole event that night. Uh, can okay. anyone tell me more about the tree bending formations if anyone's experienced a kind of thing? But anyway, she was like, my heart tells me that they did this to say hello in a loving, kind way. Okay. And I'm going to uh, go on a rant. Oh, God. Again. <laughs> okay. So first off, I want to say I'm usually very believe, like I'm usually very positive about people's beliefs. Um, I have so many issues with the story. First mm-hmm. off, trees don't fucking bend like that, guys. They would snap. A rainbow is very curved, okay? Bullshit. That's my first thing. Second off, how fucking long was this night, okay? Because she's like, they sat out there for like an hour gibberishing and talking about like how positive this she, she Bigfoot type is. That's another issue. Then she slept for a couple hours, okay? Then for about an hour, they walked back around and also built, bent. Mm-hmm. more trees without yeah. cracking or breaking them yeah. somehow they're the most bendy fucking trees in the world <laughs> you know so that's like i'm gonna say about at least five or six hours right there at that point it's getting daylight at some point right it's getting daylight also she's like they weren't trying to disturb it bitch she 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 stomped around your fucking trailer <laughs> for like hours and bent trees out how is she not trying to disturb you poor shit um but my big thing, I like to, okay, I, I take a different stance. I like to think that um, their experience <laughs> is valid and that this may have, this, that this happened for them, to them. Um, but I am curious as to why 
they would just like why would Bigfoot want to bend a tree? That's my question. Why? Like, what was the point? Um, because they wanted to say, "I'm love." Here's a rainbow. <laughs> I feel like this it's is just to do this. It's pissing me off, truly. And I really try to be like, you know what? I believe you. I believe your story. This person's a fucking loon. Like, honestly, I cannot. It's it's not working for me. It's really I don't. Harsh. I can't. And I don't like this person already. Um, oh, I'm so sorry. This I'm sorry. But, like, oh. I'm not picking up what you're throwing down. Like, I'm not. Yeah. It's I'm not working for me. Like, I've never, so like, I've never looked into Bigfoot personally. I've never mm-hmm. been a big follower of Bigfoot. I know of Bigfoot, um, but I never purposely went out of my way to look for anyone's experience. So this was like one of the first ones that popped up on Reddit. And uh, and so it wasn't a sighting. Like, you know, people like to mm, think they have still an experience. It's still an experience, yeah, mm-hmm. or whatever it could be. Um, but it would be, um, I think that whatever, if it was a human, then they would definitely have, like, probably been there with ill intent, I guess, you know? Like, I feel like that would be, if you're just, like, walking around someone's trailer like that, I don't and know. And speaking in, like, a different language, but also well, speaking in positive affirmations. Affirmation. <laughs> it's not, not even a language, just gibberish, I guess, well, you know? Well, she, 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 like, it, she said it sounded like their own distinct language, um, but... Yeah. Um, but that was a deeper register than any human voice that she's heard, so, or they've heard, so, I don't know, um, it's, it's a curious, it's a curiosity, it would be an oddity, but I I fully believe that there's people who've had encounters that could possibly be Bigfoot, Mm -hmm. um, so I'm not even saying, like, that's, I'm just not buying this story, and Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, I know it sounds like a dick, because I have, like, a paranormal podcast, and I usually try to not do this, but I'm not buying it. We're trying Uh, to validate people, Michelle. I can't, I can't (laughs) validate this person. It was too much for me. It was too much. There's a moment in life where you'd be like, you're not my person, and automatically I was like, not my person. It's only happened a couple times. Um, Bill Gates Uh, has done that to me. (laughs) Bill Gates. (laughs) From afar. He creeps me out. Well, yeah, definitely. I mean, there's lots of old white guys that creep me out too. But I, um, you're just <laughs> you're just like I do not. You're not my person. This is not right. Well, no. I'm glad. I'm glad that you didn't have that opinion of Michelle. This is so sad. No, I don't. Also, <laughs> I mean, to be fair, you let your crazy out just a little bit at a time. <laughs> <laughs> just a little bit at a time. A little bit, just so you know, yeah. I'm not sane. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, <laughs> and to be honest with you too, you, I don't. I think you're like relatively normal when I met you. You think <laughs> and then it's so? just homeschool normal? Yeah, homeschool normal. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that's, I was that's a different kind of normal though. I grew up around homeschool kids. Yeah, yeah. So that's true. You're homeschool normal, and then you just kind of gotten in the best way possible. I love you, but you've got weirder and weirder and weirder, <laughs> and I love it about you. Um, <laughs> so you know, it's not. You. It doesn't work for me. But anyways, so this person was talking about the sounds and stuff. Mm-hmm. You guys, animals make some really wild noises. Have you heard the mountain lions? Like, oh, I'm going to, you got to listen to it later. It sounds like a woman being murdered and Ooh. screaming. It's horrifying. Ooh. And then also, I found out the raccoons banging. It's like a very alarming sound. It sounds like some. I thought you were gonna say. 
<laughs> or fighting. I couldn't really tell what was happening. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. Also, guys, uh, I know I was very judgmental about the big story, <laughs> but don't be afraid to send in your story. Was... <laughs> oh, listen, it's so no. easy to me a story. Even if it's that dumb of a story, I won't judge you you're so because funny. you're nice enough to send me an email. I'll judge you quietly. Even if it's that dumb of a story. <laughs> I won't I won't be mean about it. I promise. So if you email us, email us at a paranormal state of body You're too funny. Oh my god. Yeah, people are uh, definitely gonna start like filling up your inbox and <laughs> But if you listen to our podcast, this is the first thing I've ever judged. It, 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 yeah, this is definitely the first time. It was a hard judge, but the, it, I felt it. It was a rant. But I think you also, like, the first time around, you were, like, going off. But, like, this time, you had time to prepare yourself <laughs> a bit more. And you articulated yourself a little more sharply. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> this poor person. <laughs> it's really, like, if they ever tune in and listen to this. <laughs> that would be, like, the most random thing ever. But if they listen to this. Yeah. they would be like, oh, my God. <laughs> I was torn apart. Like, I'm gonna sue them. Like, I don't have shit to offer you, so. You're like, I guess you could take my water bottle. I don't know what. I else. got a house that's not paid for. I got some really shitty cars, mm. so have at them, I guess. You know. Uh, but, all right, guys. So, with that, I'm gonna start on my story, and we are going to go to the Northern State Mental Hospital. Um, just a little bit of a trigger warning. This, of course, has to have, it deals with uh, some of the words they say is, you know, stuff we don't say now anymore. Um, and it's it's hard to hear about the stuff. So if you don't like hearing about, like, the treatment of humans, sorry, if you don't want to hear about, like, the sad treatments of treatment of humans, I understand. You can just skip over it. Um, but, yeah, it's a little bit of a rougher episode, you know, so mm-hmm. just an idea with that. Um, we do talk about a little bit of sexual abuse and racism, so, and of course, physical abuse. Mm -hmm. So if you don't want to listen, I understand. Um, but today, as I said, we are going to talk about the Northern State Mental Hospital in Washington, uh, and the horrors, 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 (laughs) what the (laughs) fuck is a horror? The horrors of mental care at the time, and of course, the, any lingering spirits that are going to be there. Mm Mm-hmm. So, I am going to start off by saying that mental institutions were very abusive to their patients as a whole. Um, A lot of them started off with good intentions, but lack a lot of knowledge. Um, They also had to deal with overcrowding and understaffing, and it made it into the disgusting and vile institutions they, of course, became. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to say institutes. I don't know what I said. I think I said institutions. Either way, it's fine. They're both words. Um... One of the main issues that caused overcrowding is that many people who were institutionalized did not belong there. Um, In a lot of cases, we had women who were put there by their own husbands, uh, especially women who were going through menopause because they couldn't make, they couldn't handle their mouthy wives and their short tempers. Um, And, you know, if they weren't just sitting there cleaning and making babies, what the fuck are they good for, (laughs) essentially? Uh, And then, God forbid, if they had a postpartum depression from pushing a gigantic baby out of their belly out of their vagina i'm sorry they uh it was probably with no medicine at the time like none 
Uh, and then horrible medical care while the husband just got to sit out and smoke a cigar, you know, because he mm. did a lot of work for those couple pops. Mm, absolutely. Well, <laughs> I'm in a mood tonight, guys. There's a fair share of children that were put into wards because they were misbehaving. Um, possibly ADHD. Um, even people who were just like dyslexic were put in there, unfortunately. Uh, and then you had, you know, of course, the smaller mental issues. Um, then they also had a lot of addicts, alcoholics, people who had seizures, and some who were just, you know, had a hard go at life and needed some help, but they shouldn't have been placed in a place so extreme. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we had people who were uh, considered to be unclean because they were females who got pregnant really young and so they would just send them there um there's even cases as years went on where they said they believed that children like as young as babies were put in there mm. and that was because the family were embarrassed that their daughter had a child mm. out of wedlock so they would send them there there's not been a full proof of that it was just somebody in the staffs mm. who had worked there at the time said that that was mm. something that they had experienced mm. um and then of course we have one of the most disgusting reasons that was popular at this time <clears throat> and this was racial cleanliness which was pretty much where they would sit there and take people of color and put them in an institution for being that person of color we'll kind of get into that um uh later on but that was a really sad part um so i'm going to hop back here a little bit and i'm going to go into the building in the northern state hospital in 1909, the hospital was commissioned because two other facilities in Washington was suffering with extreme overcrowding, and it was incredibly outdated. So in 1911, the doors opened, and the idea was to be a self-sustaining colony, colony for the mentally ill. It was on a beautiful 700 acres of farmland. It had a dairy plant, a water reservoir, a lumber mill, a quarry, its own sewer system, a steam plant, a greenhouse, a cannon facility, a gymnasium a bakery, housing for the staff, and of course a hospital, which was actually very beautiful um, and had an amazing landscape. They never uh, had wanted, I'm sorry, they never wanted to have fencing around it because they didn't want it to feel like a prison. Um, so some patients were allowed to wander the grounds and some even had permission to go into the neighboring town. So at the time when this was being built, or right before that in the um, 1800s and even a little bit before that, they had in England, they had this like huge thing where it was just like, all these, uh, you know, quote-unquote mental institutions or mental hospitals were being built. Um, a lot of the times they would call them, like, lunatic asylums and stuff like that, which, of course, is something we want to say now. But they were trying to go for that. And, of course, you know, Europe didn't have it pat down either because they were also hor- ended up being horrible institutions. But the ideas there were really, really great for what they were wanting to do. Um, and like I said, they had good intentions, uh, when the door first opened, uh, and it, like I said, it didn't stick. A lot of the people, a lot of problems in the hospital, like I said, was overcrowding. Uh, within the first decade, they had already reached an overcrowding level, uh, reached an overcrowding level with some reports saying they had over 1,500 patients. I read a couple of different reports. Somebody said they were only supposed to have like a thousand. Some people said they were right at 15 was their max. It does get higher later. Um, but like I said, they couldn't keep a staff, so that was an issue. Mm-hmm. Um, that causes a lot of exhaustion and stress on the workers, and that that obviously ended up leaving, leading to abuse to the patients. Uh, there's physical abuse, mental abuse, and unfortunately even sexual abuse. 
Another issue that many institutes uh, unknowingly or maybe knowingly ran into was hiring doctors who were, uh, here's the issue. They say they're displaced from like Nazis, but the thing is like uh, eugenics was like a huge thing in the U.S. Like I was actually listening to Northern Gothic and they had done a, it's kind of like a, a mental hospital slash school for disobedient kids. And they're talking about how um, Hitler was actually looking at some of the stuff we were doing. He, he was like, yeah, that's a good idea. And I, I didn't look into it that much. Um, I'd kind of heard that. So I don't know much about it. So that's something that I would say to read into. Mm-hmm. But what would happen is they would leave over there. Mm-hmm. Or we had our own doctors. Um, and this is, of course, not 1911, but this is like as time went on. Um, but they would leave over there and then come over here and they couldn't have a medical license. But when you worked in institutions at the time, you didn't have to have a medical license. You mm-hmm. just had to have knowledge of being a medical mm-hmm. in the medical field. So we had a lot of that. Um, and of course, if you don't know about the disgusting with the Nazis, they did a lot of disgusting torture experiments and obviously the ethical issues of what their men are and how they feel about, you know not blonde hair, blue eyed people, mm-hmm. <laughs> not great. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's a very sad story. Um, and the abuse of this kind t- ties into medical practices like isolation for long periods of time, uh, being put in a straight jackets, which could, you know, I, I would go crazy. That would stress me out automatically. Uh, but they would be leaving there for hours. They would also get tied to their bed for hours. Uh, also often led to them laying in soiled beds, which can cause so many infections and stuff. Um, they were given shock therapy, psychosurgeries, which is pretty much just like brain surgery, but they didn't know what the fuck they are doing. So like, I'm just mm-hmm. going to poke around a little bit. I'm going to cut this part mm-hmm. out. Um, they were doing lobotomies, which obviously didn't help. And it would just turn people into zombies. And a lot of times it would eventually lead to death. Um, they had hydrotherapy, which is where they would hold you down in water, like very cold ice water for an excruciating amount of time. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some people who lost toes and fingers because they had gotten hypothermia from it. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's also a lot of talk about experimentation on happening on patients, and some think it could be linked to MK Ultra, um, which is like a whole government thing. It's it's a wild, it's wild to go into. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have time, look in that. But you kind of go into like conspiracy theory stuff, and that stresses me out, and I get too obsessed with it. Mm-hmm. Um, they even tried starvation me- methods, which I would eventually like to do a story on, but I, I know it's not paranormal, so I don't know how people would feel about that. Um, there's also sterilization because they felt that insane people shouldn't procreate. And this is also where people of color came into because they didn't want them to taint. And I'm saying that very, you know, in a disgusting way. They want they didn't want to taint our bloodlines. Um, so, uh, cough, cough, these prisoners were stripped of their rights even more. It's absolutely disgusting. Um, but in 1922, they did end up having what I can see, uh, or from what I could tell was a patient did get murdered. Um, it was by another patient and a nurse was harmed and it said that she came close to death. I don't know exactly what happened. Um, I mean, these people are and there are people who were in there who were obviously needed help, and they weren't even getting the help they needed. Yeah. 
1953, the hospital's population hit 2,700 people. So regardless of how many people are there in there, they've already definitely hit over the limit at 2,700. So even if it was 1,500, that's a well over 1,000 more. Uh, the superintendent asked for more help and said that they couldn't take on any more. Um, but he was pressured to keep receiving more and more people because people are money hungry and that was a thing to do uh, at the time. And like I said, Northern Gothic, they did an amazing episode. It was their last episode. Check it out. But they talked about how, like, at this time, you were seen as a bad parent if you didn't put a family member in there who was, like, mentally ill in some way. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, some of these people were just shitty. But some of them actually thought they were doing the right thing, you know? So you can't look down on all these people, even though sometimes you may want to. But some of them really felt like, this is what I should do. This is what's socially acceptable, you know. So, um, but as time went on, the hospital was still struggling, and there wasn't as many hospitalizations for women, children, and people of color. But addiction, alcoholism, and mental health issues, even minor one, minor ones, were still very misunderstood, and uh, were hospitalized for that. But instead of getting help, they're just seen as like a nuisance and an inconvenience. Um, in the late twentieth century, just uh, deinstitutionalization had started, which caused a ton of controversy around the asylums. Uh, people were starting to care more about the mentally ill, uh, which is good, and how they have been treated uh, more like experiments versus humans, uh, and they were in need of our help. The Washington State Legislator cut off the funding to the asylum in, in the, I think it's the 70s, the early 70s when it did that. Um, and then their doors finally closed in 1976 over not being able to keep everything up. Mm-hmm. Um, over the years, the bo- some of the buildings were torn down and most of it is off limits, but some of the facilities are still used by local job courts. And there's also a drug and rehab center there as well. Um, also, parts of land was bought by the state park where they did leave up the, lit- the original barn. So it does look like you can go visit there partly, um, legally anyways. I wouldn't go trespassing because, you know, it's not worth it to get in trouble. Mm-hmm. So now with so many patients throughout years, I'm sure, you know, there are plenty of deaths. And though we don't know the exact number, we know, do know that about 1,487 human remains are behind the old gymnasium, which is where the graveyard was. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, the graveyard, oh my God. Unfortunately, the graveyard was not kept up when the hospital was running. Um, the area was very swamp; it had very swampy soil, so it caused a lot of flooding. And they even let cows graze through there, so a lot of the stones were broken. Mm. And they're now missing, missing or so worn down that you can't really identify them. Mm-hmm. And they didn't have their names on them. Honestly, they just had their patient numbers. So with that, you can't find all these patient files. So really, most of these people. You, you wouldn't be able to look at it like, oh, yeah. there's Jim Kaysen or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't know a Jim Kaysen guy. That's just, guys, that's a random name. Um, <laughs> so also, in case you're wondering why so many people are buried there, buried there uh, it's because either they didn't have families to claim their bodies, because um, a lot of times these people couldn't afford to claim their bodies and give them a proper burial, um, yeah. or there's cases where they just didn't have family members or they were just families were embarrassed of them. Um, the building also had a crematorium that closed in 1955 and years later, hundreds of food tins were discovered in a room that had cremated remains. They didn't have any names on them. It just had their patient numbers. So they're just like kind of thrown into the corner before when they were found. Um, 
So now on the positive side, there are efforts being made to exhume and identify the bodies and hopefully get a proper burial. I did see uh, some YouTubers going around on checking it out and they actually had already made a proper headstone for one where they could fully identify them. So their, their goal is to fully identify all these bodies and either return them to their family wow. or give them a proper burial on the land, which I think is, that's amazing. You know, oh, wow. it's just, that sounds like a huge task though. You know? mm-hmm. wow. Yeah. And I'm guessing with that, the state park is probably involved in that a lot. But I mean, it's just, it's just sad just to think that, you know, I'm not, I like going to graveyards. I think they're beautiful. I don't, I've never visited unless like my family members wanted to, to go visit my family's grave. But I mean, some people need that and I think they should, they deserve it if their family members are still alive. Right, right. Um, so with all the sadness, pain and anger, um, and of course loneliness, there are plenty of ghosts on the premises. Um, but as far as hauntings go, I really couldn't find a lot. Um, the building is closed off to the public, so the hospital part. Um, but the graveyard, you can often see strange shadows darting around, which is, has caused security guards to turn around and like holler at someone to leave. But when they turn around, of course, they're not there. Um, you, of course, feel cold spots. You can get hurt. You can get hit in certain parts of the building. Um, that's where you feel incredibly sad or angry. You can hear screaming, crying, footsteps, and there's also said to be a little girl that can be seen running down the halls carrying a red ball, and she has a man chasing after her, which is so sad. Yeah, and I'm not sure exactly what building this is. Um, I don't know if it's a hospital or if it's just some of the buildings that are occupied. Um, so it's sad. You can also see the little girl out on the graveyard looking very lonely and and they said down um looks like she could possibly cry in but i did find one person on facebook it was on a facebook group called like washington paranormal um they did talk of trying to break into the hospital after they were roaming the cemetery Mm -hmm. um they had already given it already been like kind of creeped out it's getting a little later in the day uh but they said they were looking or they were poking their flashlights into a broken window um and when they're trying to peek inside they heard a woman scream and then she screams get out and then they heard what sounded like footsteps like running fast at them um at the window and they kind of just like threw themselves back and they said it sounded like a man like growled and then like had a sinister laugh Mm. so that's my story um Mm. i wish there was more ghost stuff i really did enjoy getting to read in this and tell the story but when I Googled, like, places to look to into in Washington State, and I like to do stories that I've never heard covered before, which sometimes that makes it where there's not as much ghost stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's, like, the most haunted place in Washington State, and this is on the list. But I couldn't find that much stuff on there. So mm-hmm. I'm sorry it's not as scary. I mean, honestly, the well, people... Well, I think it's more so, like, the historical context of it, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's still... I honestly forget that things like that existed. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't think about it. And so Mm-mm. to think about it being something that was not only, um, uh, it was, it was something that was around, but also like people ex- were expected to use it, uh, mm-hmm. pretty regularly. Like, you know, like, I mean, if you, I mean, for any reason, really, if you were embarrassed mm-hmm. or if you had your own prejudices and biases and you wanted to, see other people just mm-hmm. kind of be you know 
like just treated as something other than human essentially yeah. I mean, and, and like you said before some people probably thought they were doing good mm-hmm. by sending certain people there yeah and that is sad um but you know i think that that's very much something that happens today too you know people oh yeah for sure i'm thinking they're doing the, you know the right thing and and it ends up being something pretty ignorant and it's sad and well and it's really sad hard. now and i feel like I feel like not everybody's going to agree with me. If they could find a way to do a proper institution, and I know there are some still out there, like we actually have one in Wilmington, I believe, or we did a couple years ago. Um, people, There are people who need these institutions. There are people who have mental issues, and especially when the deinstitutionalization started happening, there were people who were still left in these places who really needed this like mental health care. Mm-hmm. And they got kicked to the streets. And, I mean, they were homeless. And there are people who suffer with these things who need a place Mm -hmm. to stay. And I I just hate that they could never figure out, or wouldn't, not that they couldn't, they wouldn't figure out how to handle these people. Mm -hmm. Um, Because, I mean, there are so many people who do have these mental issues. And there's people who live with their family members, and their family members abuse them. Mm -hmm. Because they don't understand what's going on with them. And regardless of what mental issue they have it's just a thing but and like I said I feel like a lot of people aren't going to agree with me on that situation that's fine I mean your opinion is your opinion my opinion is my opinion but I do truly believe that like this is something that we I wish we could have figured out because if you look at like a lot of cases of people who are homeless not all the cases but a lot of them have some kind of issue you know with stuff like that you know so it's just it's sad to think about and it's sad that they just never got it right and so many people were abused and mm-hmm. you know but yeah like I said I know it's a little bit of a, a sadder story um not so much scary but the the person running out the window that's pretty horrifying mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. just imagine like boom 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 exactly. and then somebody like ground it oh my god I would have peed my pants like I'm not even kidding <laughs> I really would have peed my pants yeah there's no way I, feel, I would have been terrified i play hide and seek and i just as soon as i get in my like my hide and seek spot i'm like damn it i gotta pee so mm. you can imagine like sitting there outside with like one other person like could you imagine me and you <laughs> we already <laughs> talked about how i get scared when i show people I'm like get out of my way you go first and then i would just freeze and like die <laughs> i wouldn't make it <laughs> i'd just be paralyzed there <laughs> We wouldn't do too well, but, um, yeah, that's definitely it's, it's scary stuff. And, and mm-hmm. to think, you know, we, like the historical context and everything, you know, it's something that is, it shows you, you know, what humans are capable, capable mm-hmm. of, you know, and, and some oh, just really shit. humans ways. are horrible. Yeah. Yeah. We're all, horrible species. We're capable of being really bad and also sometimes good, but mm. This was definitely uh, a bad, uh, this was an L for us. We did not need yeah. to do this. The aliens are like, whoa. <laughs> this aliens, is some real shitty though. people. The aliens like, man. <laughs> We're going to skirt by them, motherfuckers. <laughs> uh, oh, legit. They're like, let's, let's keep on dipping out. Let's not get caught. Yeah. So, I already know this answer. But, um, what... For our little icebreaker, in case mm-hmm. anybody's first episode, oh, yeah. we usually do an icebreaker at the end of the episode. Just to, yeah. if it is scary, then calms, mm-hmm. calms it down and stuff. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite concert you've ever been to? My favorite concert I've ever been to, um, uh, honestly, um, I, I haven't been.
been to many. I've only been to three in my life, technically. Mm-hmm. Um, but the one I was at most recently um, was insane. But mm-hmm. oh, it was it was so good. Um, it was eighties. <laughs> it's a K-pop band, as you as you know. Um, mm-hmm. But not many people do. But for those that do, um, eighteen in the house. But they literally give you so much <laughs> at once. They're, so like, there's eight members in this group. Uh-huh. And it's back to back to back to back action. Like they give mm-hmm. you like no time to mm-hmm. process what's happening. And it's like, it's like you're there. You're like, okay, okay, okay. I'm here. I'm going to do this. I'm going to experience it. I'm going to enjoy it. And then by the time it's over, you're like, oh my God, like, did I, did I just black out? <laughs> like <laughs> my mind is just scrambled. So. <laughs> In, in like the best way possible like I'm mm-hmm. like that's amazing I'm so glad I experienced it um uh but I, I think that um if I were to say like a concert that I felt like I was actually able to remember uh, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they drugged you there <laughs> that's what Jamie was saying he was like hmm, I feel like we were all in there and like it was some scientific experiment like we were all just kind of drugged um but like the the one that I remember going to was earlier this year, and it was called Monster X, also mm-hmm. a K-pop group, and um, they did a beautiful job. It was really nice, and they paced it very well. Um, and uh, yeah, it was overall very very dope time. Um, but yeah, so concerts are fun. I love the vibes, mm-hmm. and I think that the vibes at the Monster X concert were better because everyone wasn't so stressed. Yeah. I literally felt sick to my stomach at the AT's concert. I was so nervous. This is awful. It sounds like <laughs> I was so a nervous. nightmare. <laughs> it was like, it was were like, you nervous oh, because you're so excited? To s- yeah, sorry. yeah. You're excited, excited to see them. Exactly. Like uh, I was like, okay. I know this is gonna be amazing. I'm so hyped, and um, I was like, st- kind of like in shock that we were gonna do it at all because it was like. Mm-hmm. It was just something I never like expected to do in like yeah. in real life, in this life anyway. I was like, but this is it, this is it. We're gonna go see them. Like this is the prime. They're in their prime. This is amazing. And um It's like the Beatles for you. If this was beyond the Beatles, I don't the Beatles who question mark. This No, I meant like Beatlemania. Like how oh, like, I, I, know, I, know. I know what you mean. Okay. Like the essence of it. I know what you mean. I don't know if you're a big Beatles fan. <laughs> no, not not I mean people look at me like, oh you weird. But I have never really been into the Beatles. But Tristan um, hates the Beatles, so it's okay. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kinda indifferent to them. Um but uh but yeah, but it was kinda like riding a roller coaster, like you're just like going up mm-hmm. and you're just like waiting for that drop. And that was that was the feeling I had throughout most of the concert. So that was it. That's How about cool. you, though? What was your favorite um, concert? So we got to see Chevelle, which is mm-hmm. one of my favorite bands. Mm-hmm. Um, don't ask me to name any albums or songs because I'm not that girl. Like, I will wear the shirt and I do like the band, but I am not the person who's like, I like this song and this album. That's mm-hmm. not me. I can remember the lyrics to the song. Like, if I hear the song, I can sing along. But anywho. Um, we got to see Chevelle, and I only got to see them play two songs, though, because one of my friends is a dumbass and made bad choices and passed out Ooh. from not being drunk, but they thought he was drunk, and mm-hmm. so he got kicked out, oh, and we yeah. left. Yeah. Dang. So that's uh, one of the, like, it was amazing. Like, the two songs I saw them play, I was like, this is great. This is amazing. That mm-hmm. was really cool, but it wasn't a full concert. So I guess like full on concert I got to see was um, 
There's a band called Dre, Jay Roddy in the business, mm-hmm. um, which I think they have separated now. They were really good. It was a very small venue. Um, it was a lot of fun. And then we also got to see Highly Suspect. Um, Highly Suspect. Yeah. And so, so it was like the, it was before they were like, they're kind of just getting maybe a little bit bigger, but they weren't big at all yet. And um, it was in a very small venue, and the tickets were, like, unbelievably cheap. Like, I think, like, general admission was just, like, $20, mm-hmm. which for ticket concert tickets, it's not bad at all. No. And then if you wanted, like, a private area, you uh, could pay, like, $40. So we mm-hmm. paid that, which was amazing, because I'm sure yeah. no, yeah. I got to <laughs> see the concert. Because it's in an old church. And so, um, you know how, like, I'm trying to think of what it would be. You know how, like, whenever you're at church... And you can see the person up up there doing like the soundboard, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. for the people down below. Yeah. Um, that's where we we're sitting at, where like the soundboard would be. Ah. And so we we're sitting up very high. But they also did. they dress up like priests. They do, yeah. <laughs> and amazing. They're beautiful. Mm. And I locked eyes with him. I like he wasn't like checking me out, but I locked eyes with him, and I was like, we're in love now. <laughs> we're, <laughs> we're in love. love. I don't like face tattoos out. that much. It's not my thing. But like, I don't care. Him, Tristan who? I know he's sitting right next to me, but <laughs> Tristan who? Fine. Tristan might have been like, man, he was locking eyes with me. What are you talking about? No. No. <laughs> Tristan Tristan likes their music, but he's like, they're douchebags, but, you know. Uh, well, probably. To be fair, know. they kind of are, mm-hmm. but they, I like their music, and they're mm-hmm. really, really pretty. Mm-hmm. Very, um, very. And then an honorable mention Mm-hmm. Another concert I didn't get to see play. There's like string band called Trampled by Turtles. Um, and we got to go to their concert mm-hmm. like years and years ago. Yeah. And it started raining. And like while the opening band was playing, mm-hmm. I was pouring down rain. And then we were sitting at the front row. And um, the people behind me was like, Do you have an umbrella? And I was like, No, I'm okay. They're like, Thank you though. They had an extra one and I really was fine like I was already wet so it's like fine I'll just sit here in the rain it's okay yeah. but then the lead singer came out and gave me his raincoat and I was like yes oh I will God. take your coat so and the cool. woman behind me she was like I thought you didn't care if you got rained on I was like I don't but I love him <laughs> and Tristan was sitting right there with me I was like I'm about to leave you <laughs> bye incredible yeah so that I never got so- to see them play because it got rained out, but it was really cool that I got to wear his jacket for a little bit. I did give it back. Oh, you did? Yeah, I wouldn't I would have snagged it. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have been like, this is mine now. Thank you. No. <laughs> he was very nice. That's cool. That's and I was that's probably the coolest thing that's ever happened. I, I also don't think he was like in love with me, but I'd say he was very sweet. There's a bunch of other people out there, and he could have given his jacket to anybody, but he gave it to me, and I was he like, did. we're in love. I'm going to have your musical babies. Uh, <laughs> I love it. Uh, but cute. That was really cool. Mm-hmm. And then, like, some of my friends were like, you got to wear his jacket. I was like, yeah, I did. That was really awesome. That's I actually that. told some people at a Halloween party I was at, too, at recently, when like, I was like, that's so cool. I would have giggled. I was like, hi probably did honestly <laughs> um yeah. yeah yeah i definitely would have that's so cool yeah. oh my god yeah Cute. so we had a moment you did you absolutely did yeah sorry i got rained out but that's okay but yeah those are some of the concerts i've been to quite a few concerts that are really cool but um 
you know, that's just a couple of the coolest ones. Like I said, the two that have stood out to me is Jay Roddy and then Holly Suspect. Mm-hmm. Chevelle would have been the number one, but yeah. Just enjoyed this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, honestly, if you do want to send in your story, I really won't judge you. I was just in a mood tonight, and last time I heard the story, I hate the story, guys. That's what I'm trying to say. But I won't judge your story. Um, <laughs> so if you want to email us, you can email us at aparanormalstatement at yahoo.com. Uh, be sure to rate and subscribe to us. Uh, follow us on Instagram. We have TikTok. I'm not very good at it. So, you know, if you want to follow us on there, if you're a TikToker, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Give us a follow on there. Um, so yeah, that's about it. Kira, you got anything to say? Uh, no. Thank you guys for listening and uh, supporting and showing all the love. That's so cool. Love mm-hmm. to interact. Um, and also, you know, you know, please share your stories with us. Um, at least one of us will validate your experience. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. This is actually the first time ever heard Michelle be like, nah, that's BS. Nah. <laughs> yeah. No, but legit, guys. If you guys got something to share, please share it. It's fun. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk about it. Yeah. So we will scare you later. Scare you later. <laughs>